Hello, queens and kings. It's your girl, Queen Sassy Shoemate, your chocolate chop of truth. And this is the Golden Conversation. Yes, this is season six. And I was thinking about what the the name of this topic would be. And the topic, the topic name that came to mind was No Cap. Yes, and... I know sometimes when you hear that, that it's a slang that says no cap, you know, basically somebody's telling the truth and, you know, they're being real. But in this case, it's it's not about that. So let me explain why I came with this topic called no cap. Um, I recently was having a therapy session with my therapist and I was telling her that um, I did something that I'd been that I've been avoiding, and I had uh, registered to uh, go back to school. I already have my my BA in health science, emphasizing in health health education, but. Um, as y'all know, in, in my podcast, I talk about how I work with kids and, um, I love working with the babies. And so I'm going back to school to take a, a few classes to get certified to, um, be a TK teacher, a transitional, um, kindergarten teacher. And so I was explaining to her that I had recently, um, enrolled in a class and um, I was expressing different emotions and in the moment when I was talking to her I realized that I was limiting myself that I was placing a cap on my own growth that I was being content and too comfortable in my 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 job position my career that I got so comfortable that I I prevented myself from growing. I put a cap on myself and my my abilities and I didn't want to do that anymore. And for me to get out of that comfort zone and stop limiting myself, um I unscrewed the cap. And so basically no cap. <laughs> if that makes sense, no cap. I'm not putting a cap on my my abilities my talents my passion my purpose my growth me involved me in evolving and being you know inspirational and me um inspiring young kids to you know be who they need to be in life and i truly do believe it, it if we plant those seeds in kids when they're younger you know, they remember if you ever, you know, I, I know I say this a lot, but if you ever pay attention to um, people or celebrities or um, whoever you admire, they always mention that teacher or that, you know, that person in their life that always um, inspired them or encouraged them or who didn't limit them um, from their talents or didn't make them feel 
different because they had a different interest or a different skill ability. Um, instead of, you know, discouraging the child, they encouraged the child. And that's why you see so many beautiful, talented um, people in this world today. So that's how I came up with the topic. Um, no cap. Um, I have learned that when you put a, a cap on yourself, you are limiting yourself. And that means that you are acting out of fear. Um, for me, I, uh, I did, I took the path for my, my education. I took the path of, I went to community college and I did three years at a community college. And then I transferred to CSU Chico where I did three years there and I received my, I received my, uh, my BA, like I said before, my BA in health science, emphasizing in health education. And during that time frame of me being a student in college, it was very, very challenging for me, very difficult and um, for me because while I was at community college, um, my uh, African-American history teacher, um, who I, I am very grateful for, who saw that I was struggling, um, her name was Miss Smith, and she seen that I she seen the potential in me, and she seen that how how I, how I was writing my papers, and um, and so I had wrote a paper for whatever topic she uh, asked us to write, and she asked me to read it back to her. And so when I was reading the paper back to her, I wasn't exactly, I was, I was reading it correctly, but I didn't write it correctly, if that makes sense. So like I was reading it with the punctuation marks or with the, the words, with the endings, with the L-Y's or the I-N-G's or whatever I was saying or whatever I wrote, I was reading it correctly. But when I wrote it on paper, um, it wasn't correct. <laughs> so she had encouraged me to get tested um, to see if I had a learning disability. And so this was like around 2005, uh, 2005 to going in 2006 as I graduated high school in 2005. And, you know, straight out of high school, I went to community college. And so I would say it was going into 2006 and um, I took the test um, and that's when I found out that I had a learning disability. I was dyslexic. And at one point, I was just so discouraged because I was like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do? Like, this is going to prevent me from learning. This is going to prevent me from moving forward. And I remember having this conversation with my my sister, Shanina, and she was saying, like, don't look at it as a disadvantage she said look at it as 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 an advantage that you are getting the proper support that you need to succeed in life and use it as a stepping stone and when my sister told me that it made more sense it gave me more confidence and um and my mother um god rest her soul um she also was saying like there's so many celebrities um that that are also dyslexic as well so don't look as 
having a learning disability as a disadvantage or as a bad thing, um, you can still be successful. And that's why she was telling me about the different celebrities who um, were 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 um, dyslexic or had a learning disability, and that also gave me some in, some encouragement to keep going. So. I I went through community college and I I used the resources I um I was able to receive my books on audio I was able to receive a um a note taker uh, I was able to uh get extra time on tests uh provided tutors I had access to uh computer rooms um that had uh the they had the resources on the computers to help me write papers um it was just as it was so much beauty in it as i had my my challenges um as i graduated from um csu oh no when i graduated from college of alameda and received my aa in liberal arts and transferred to csu chico i made sure that i was able to receive those um was able to receive the uh that same support at CSU Chico and I was able to receive that support at um at Chico State and um and learn so much that people when people hear disability they always believe of a physical disability and everybody um, don't always have a physical um, disability that's um, visible to see. Uh, like myself, you can't look at me and tell that I'm dyslexic. But if you see me, <laughs> if you see some of my writing, you'd be like, oh, okay, now you might be. But um, I had to learn to uh, adjust and adapt to, you know, me being dyslexic and learning that it wasn't it wasn't all of me. It was just a part of me. And I had to remember that to not be discouraged. And so I'm basically telling you this story of my, my education is because um, I went through middle school, elementary, high school with a learning disability and did not know until I got to college. Um, and so after, you know, doing community college and uh, graduating from Chico State, it was just like it was. It was very hard for me. It was very challenging for me, especially when it came to writing papers and um, you know answering questions and you know answering it to the teachers or I should say professors' liking of them knowing that I understand that the materials that I receive or that I you know I was able to process it process process them and have the ability to ability to um utilize it in a in a real work uh, setting however um having those difficult times and challenges during those times after I graduated I basically that's after I graduated that's when I put the cap on myself I was like okay I'm done with school I did community college I did um, CSU Chico, I, I was done. I was just like, I'm never going back 
to school. I'm I am done. Whatever my career path is, uh, it will not be me going back to school for whatever. And so that's when I felt. Once I'm analyzing it, that's when I put the cap on myself. Is after I graduated CHU Chico, I was just like, oh, I'm done. I don't wanna. I don't wanna pursue going back to school for nothing. And so. When I graduated, I had worked at Girls Inc. for about a year and a half, and then I—that's when um, I I found another job opportunity in the school district. And so, like I said before, my position—I work with kids who have behavior problems or have um, that are on the spectrum or um, that needs extra academic support in the classroom, and I work with kids in that area and fortunately uh, I was able to really work with the TK uh, transitional kindergarten and kindergarten um, classrooms and I really see how I can um, be a asset to that that part of a child's life and help upbring them to be very successful outgoing individuals and I love working with the younger kids. Um, their minds are like sponge. They just soak up so much. And I loved it. And I had to realize that this position that I'm in now was a, a blessing because it, it gave me the opportunity to work with different age groups. I was able to work with elementary and middle school. And I realized after working middle school that I, I really enjoyed working with um, the little ones, elementary. So, which helped me narrow down what it, what it was that I wanted to focus on. Because a lot of people used to come up to me and say, oh, you'll be a great teacher. You'll be a great teacher. You'll be a great teacher. Oh, you should. You should do this. You should do that. Oh, you should join this master program. You should do this. You should do that. Oh, you need to take this. And I had, like, throughout those years, I was looking at different master's programs. I was looking at the classes and the courses. I was meeting with counselors. And I was close to enrolling in school in that manner. But it just never felt right. It didn't feel like it was coming from me. It felt more of a pressure from other people to do it. And this time in my life, I'm taking off the top, the cap of, uh, of, of the bottle of me and allowing myself to explore those options and take the path that, that best fit me. And I am truly grateful that I took the time to to um, do it for myself and not be pressured to make a decision that I wasn't ready for. And now in my life and what I have experienced and me being on this healing journey and growth journey and keep um, evolving journey, I learned that um, to go further in life, you have to take healthy risks. And when I uh, read the book by the the girl named, um, she go by Bajanista, but her book is called Get Good With Money. Her name is Tiffany Alich. 
Alich. I, I think I said her name wrong, but um, I had read her book. Like I said, she go by Bajanista. And um, in her book, she talked about that if if you're in a career field that you truly enjoy and you want to make money and there's ways for you to, excuse me, there's ways for you to move up in that um, business, in that career field um, by, you know, having to take classes or, you know, take a couple classes to get certified to um, get those, the certifications that you need to get more pay and still be able to do what you love, why not do it? You know, take the time to do it. And that really stuck to me. And I was just like, okay, I get it. But at the time I was just like, I don't know what it is that I wanted to do. And, um, like I literally had a conversation with my coworker and she was just like, you're really good with the kids. Like, and you have your bachelor's. She was just like, why haven't you looked in just being a TK teacher? And I was just like, girl, I don't want to be no teacher. And the main reason I didn't want to be a teacher was because I don't like dealing with the adults, baby. The adults is the ones that drive you crazy. I mean, I mean adults, I'm talking about co-worker adults. But then I started to really think about it and was just like, hmm. And then I spoke with my sister, the one I was telling you about. Um, Shanina, who told me that, you know, use it as an advantage and not a disadvantage of being dyslexic. And, um, and she told me, she was like, you have your BA. All you have to do is take two or three classes to be a teacher assistant. And then after that, you have to take, um, like a, a, a CBIS test. And I was just like, okay, I can do this. Take one step at a time. So my first step was to accept the fact that I was limiting myself. I was putting a cap on myself. So once I identified that I was the one getting in my own way of speaking negative of, I'm not going back to school, uh-uh, it's not for me, it's not for me, I began to believe it really wasn't for me. Even though I I had already proved to myself that I was capable of overcoming those things by when I went to community college and when I graduated from CSU Chico, I was basically blocking myself from my own success. So once I identified myself of blocking my own blessings, I stepped in and I registered for um back to go back to a community college where the where the course is um being taken um where I can um in um where the course was being taken at and 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 to be able to um enroll in the class that was like the first step and then the second step was to you know go find the the department to help make sure that I receive the proper uh, support that I need with my learning disability of being dyslexic and now um, I just got to keep on going and and proving to myself that I am capable and I am worthy of the career that I desire of helping young children um, 
I have the strength to do it. So why weaken myself or limit myself of my insecurity of going back to school? Because it was challenging. It was challenging for your girl. Like when I was in college, baby, I used to say I was going to do the Kanye West dropout plan. I used to say that all the time, (laughs) but I didn't. So that's why I expressed this journey for you to have an understanding where I was coming from of, of, of the fear I was coming from. I was scared of having the same experience that I had when I was in college. Um, the struggles of how I have when I'm writing a paper or, you know, how hard it is sometimes for me to process information that, you know, sometimes I have to read it a few times or hear it a few times to actually, um, understand and 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 get the information but instead of looking at it as um a negative i had i have to change my mindset of how i i think of things that is not a negative it's just um looking at that i i'm 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 happy i have the ability to process the information. I am grateful that I do have the um, the support that I need to be successful in classes and to do what needs to be done. And if I did it before, what makes me think that God can't do it for me again? So I'm taking the cap off. No cap, baby. No cap. Your girl is... Um, walking by faith and not by sight and no more limit limitations on myself i'm taking the cap off no cap i am embracing my life and taking the steps that i need to be successful um instead of stepping in by by fear i'm stay stepping by faith and not being blinded by um, negativity but seeing the vision God has for me. So on that note, I will leave this podcast with my favorite saying, no regrets, just life lessons. It's your girl, Queen Sassy Shoemate, your chocolate job of truth. And I hope that this no cap episode will inspire you to um, get out of your comfort zone and Um, make the first step to be the person you want to be and make the first step of taking that thought that's in your head and making it a reality of the vision God has for your life. Love y'all much. Bye.